Comet in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the AbPod promise. I've still decided that if I trip over my words, I'm just going to keep going. I think you should. I think that that's a solid, yeah, solid stance to take. Yeah. Because we're real here. AbPod's real. I can't even. Thanks. Editing Samantha also thanks you. Like, wow. One, no, don't one edit done, that. baby. Don't yeah, do it. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, Aquarius behavior. Here we are, mm. Morgan. Hello. It is a day that we are podcasting, and we're in the pod lounge. Yeah, and we've made it to March. <laughs> How? Okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> this episode is Not coming out sure. March. How? This is March first, the mm-hmm. first episode of the month. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah. Congratulations. We fully got through Aquarius season. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm still recovering, though. Like Aquarius season was a lot. It was a strong one. It was a strong one. I'm wondering, how has your music video changed (laughs) since? Because we the last time we checked in with your music video, it Mm -hmm. was in the midst of Aquarius season. Yeah. Like, have you seen Enya's Orinoco Flow? music video i certainly know the song yeah that's it's that okay <laughs> okay okay i'm not even gonna say it's like that it is that it's just that just that that's just the theme for the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep <laughs> it's beautiful. exactly exactly <laughs> that's what i got right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Ooh, or or is it orange just tired yeah. like we're in pisces season so that's just i'm recovering mm-hmm. pisces is for we're at this at the tail end you know, yeah, because I got nothing. No, because the way that the zodiac calendar does the thing is that then after Pisces, because Aquarius is the yeah, 11th. it's not by the annual calendar, mm-hmm. but after Pisces, and then we start with Aries. That's right, the babies. Because yeah, mm-hmm. Aries is number one. I don't really know what I'm talking about. No, well, but see, I'm learning about astrology from the flashcards you gave me. So if I'm wrong, get in the comments and leave some information for us. Yeah, please. Uh, well, I the reason why I ask is because I received a teeny tiny astrology book during Aquarius season. And I have yet to crack in to really soak in mm-hmm. all of the mm-hmm. facts and things. Yeah. But um, just reading through this, it's... It's very uh, instructional and uh, it has a it has a really nice educational voice to it. Like it's not just a little book that's like do 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 here's some pictures and here's some things. It's like <clears throat> concerned with family and strong relationships. Cancer likes to make friends deeply rather than widely. It's just mm-hmm. very it's very thoughtful, very mm, very so I'm really excited to dig into this one, but um yeah, that's the one thing that I remember being mad about in the past is that Pisces Pisces is the old one. Somehow Aquarius is the 11th. Yeah. And then Aries are the babies. I know. So it's weird how that I don't circles. understand why. Mm-hmm. Not yet. But not, I I not am looking yet. forward to finding the answer in my continued research. Your pursuit, this new hobby of knowledge. Yeah. Or if you know, <laughs> please Please tell us. I mean, circumventing the Googling, certainly we appreciate that. Any any time a valued listener can send some, mm-hmm. you know, we we have a high curation standard for uh, our podcast in general. As everyone can mm-hmm. tell, this is very researched, very professional. And um, anytime someone can just mosey something our way, we absolutely, yeah, put it in the stack. We're ready. I would like to put those words into my brain and then correct the knowledge that maybe I misspoke in the past. <laughs> Wikipedia, baby. <laughs> Wikipedia. Mm. <laughs> well, Sam, it is the first Monday of the month, which means we got a Best Buds episode. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about plants. Yes. Plants, 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 pl
that's the theme song I decided. Now, <laughs> I just want to note, um, you said it's the first Monday of the month. Yeah. Oh, no, excuse me. It's the first Wednesday. You want to just throw that We're line? not even recording this no. on a Monday. That's why I think it's so funny. <laughs> like, what am I? I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that was really funny. Yeah. I was just like, oh, no. Like, I'm definitely okay with leaving. The, yeah, it's the first Monday of the month. All right. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. I know these are the laughs. Yes. The, these are the laughs that the feel good podcasting mm. energy. We've got a best buds episode. Yes, best buds. I get Very to talk about our about plans. Mm. Yes. Um. Okay. So, I actually have some plant stuff to tell you first before we get into our actual best buds. Oh. Okay. Because I do want to tell you about this really cool place that I went and saw a bunch of awesome plants. So, my fiance and I went to Milwaukee over the weekend. To visit some of his family. And while we were there, they took us to the Mitchell Park Domes. And I've never been there before. Mm -hmm. And it was a bit of a dream. And I have no pictures to show you because I didn't take pictures on my phone. And I didn't do that because, like, we were with family. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to really be in the moment and I've never been here before and I really want to look at these plants and I definitely touch them and uh later my fiance noted to me like there were signs everywhere that said don't touch the plants and I was like well I never saw them and they're just right there I don't know what you want me to do there's no glass like I what do you expect of me they're growing into the path and they're right there for me anyways I didn't no, no the one, leaf. No one was harmed, and like you know, the Ugh. leaf is there. It's just like, oh no, there was a leaf. And yeah, then, uh. I mean, I'm, you're just <sighs> anyways. Anyways, no, 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 yeah. one, no plants were harmed <laughs> in the making of this podcast. In the experiencing okay. of this um, <laughs> dome situation. Okay. But yeah, tell me, but, tell me all the things. Okay, so we went there, and I was so freaking excited. And like, my fiance planned this with his family, and like, they came up with the idea, and we're like, hey, there's this really cool place. And I guess it's it's one of those places like in Milwaukee where if people grow up in the area, like they have gone here at some point for a field trip. That's kind of what it seemed like to me. It's like one of those standard museum park experiences that kids just have at some point. And so, you know, we go with his family members and they were excited to be there because they had mentioned, oh, my gosh, like we haven't been here in years. Like, I don't even know the last time we were here. And, you know, my fiance had said he had been here as a kid once. And so we went there and I have sent you a picture to your phone. If you could please take out your oh, phone now. It's time for me. It's to now time. Access yes. The, the link. things that I sent you about two hours ago and said, uh, your phone's going to ding. Do not look at them. They're for later. You can now open them. And there is a photo, which... We'll put on the Instagram because it's just like from the Mitchell Park uh, <gasps> website. And so. Oh, I'm just looking at the photo right great. now. Yes. Oh, this is so this is this is the photo of mm -hmm. the, it's also just referred to as the domes. The domes. And so Mitchell Park is um, I think it, it's like a state or a county park. I can't remember exactly which one, but it is a park. And so this is protected and part of the park system. And so there are these three giant glass domes. And they are huge. each one. They're huge. And like they're each their own uh, conservatory. And so you can walk in each of them and they're all themed. And so these domes have been in Milwaukee since the 1960s. Mm -hmm. So they were built then and all of these plants were brought in. So these plants here, they are decades and decades and decades old. And I'm sorry, I know, no, you're, you're throwing too many informations at me for a second. I'm still looking at the building. <laughs> I cannot even process the fact Do that you, you just like told it? me that there are I, old plants. No, I, I think I'm it's very beautiful. excited about this. Like, okay. I <clears> think <throat> it is absolutely gorgeous. So, so yeah. I need to talk first about this building. Um, so what I'm looking at, though, it almost looks like they built a building. They just built a domed building 
with just um I need to fold hold my phone right here. They built a domed building with just like an entrance and it looks maybe like what three, four stories tall at the front of those mm-hmm. arches. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what we need to put on either side of these? Two more giant domes. And like mm-hmm. it looks almost like the Taj Mahal of domes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like just very <laughs> and it was built in the sixties. So it also has mm-hmm. kind of that space agey like um, like 60s, yeah, mm-hmm. the 60s vibe to it. Yeah. Very, yeah. This and the is, glass, it's, it's uh, all these triangle triangles. panels. And so you get this gorgeous geometric shape, mm-hmm. like pattern all around the domes. I, they do. And they look, they do. They look spacey. Yeah. And it does look very space agey. It looks very like fun architectural project that they like yes. designed back in the 60s. Okay. Okay. Thank you for appreciating this. Okay. Because I know yeah. you were throwing too many things at me and I got overwhelmed and it was like, I want to hear it all. And also we need to punch the brakes yes. because have you seen this building I architecture had... appreciation oh, moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, and we pulled up and I was excited because my fiance sent me like a link to this before we traveled and just told me a couple days beforehand. He said, hey, this is where we're going to go this weekend. And I so I got a chance to kind of look through things. And I went, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like we get to go look at plants. I'm so excited. And his aunt is also very into plants. And so is his cousin. And so I was like, this is great. So like we're all going to go look at these plants. And it was so much better than the website let on yeah and so that's I what i'm wondering like like totally geeking out and we pulled up and i'm looking at this building i'm like this is such a gorgeous bu- building this is feeling magical and i am having the best day ever of my life again what's this place <laughs> called the it's called the mitchell park domes the mitchell park yep. domes or okay if the you're domes. near a google machine my goodness okay. it is just a gorgeous building i am now ready for you to proceed with the information because you then told me that it was built in the 1960s mm-hmm. and then all of the plants that are in this building are really old which mm-hmm. made me feel i think my muscles clenched in a very specific way specifically on my arms because it's so rare that you get to see plants that are not in the wild off the beaten track mm-hmm. that are that old Okay. Yeah. Is it time for me to go back to a It um, is amazing. Okay, so just to give you um cuz I am so I'm on their website. I pulled some facts for you. Okay. okay? So if you go to milwaukeedomes.org, that's going to give a lot of fun facts about the domes. And so for size, they are an entire acre underneath the glass. So each dome is 140 feet across, and it's 85 feet high, which is seven stories. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So okay, each because- one is seven stories wow. tall. So wow. They are huge. Yeah. Okay. They're very, very big. Uh-huh. And so um, what's really fun, what I liked about them is you can now go to the link that is okay. in, and, and we'll put this on the Instagram so <clears throat> this is the mitchellparkdomes.com. This is their like main website. And so there are three domes and they're each themed. So there's one which is tropical themed. Should I click on that link first? There's one that's desert themed uh-huh. and then there's one that's floral themed. Oh. And the floral one is also known as the show dome okay. because that changes five times a year. And so what happens, okay, because his... um. His aunt and uncle, my fiance's aunt and uncle were telling me this. They literally clear out all of the plants in the show dome. Like they dig everything up. They have pots. They clear everything out. And then they put all new ones in there or like all new different arrangements. It's wild. Whoa. I know. It's a huge. That's a huge undertaking. It's such a huge undertaking. I know. I was the efforts. Impressed. The efforts and the planning mm-hmm. and the curation and the coordination and the projecting yes. that just for that exhibit. Yes. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. So when you were looking Thank at you. it on the website. Yeah. When you were looking at it on the website, you're like, okay, I'm going to go to this dome building and there's going to be some plants. But it's then neat. walking in, so much bigger, so much older. Yes. Uh, okay. Tell yeah. me more about the plants. And that you so saw. there are. There are plants in there that go 
close to the top of the domes. So you're thinking like there are plants in there. There are cacti in the uh, desert space. Uh, For example, I saw a euphorbia Mm -hmm. and it was... As I am standing next to like, it. Because normally they're maybe the size of your hand in a pot. Oh, yeah. I've like, got one in like a four-inch pot, yeah. you know, or a six-inch pot. That's the little guy. Or you can find one at your local greenhouse. I know like Tonkadale, they have them. And they're, I don't know, maybe five, six feet tall. Yeah. No. I saw one that was maybe about mm, 10 feet tall. No. And it had <sighs> the... uh kind of like little bits that come off the little stubs and growths they were so long they would go all the way down to the floor and just kind of circle around like little tentacles that's cool it is it it was absolutely wild and so to see just like other plants that i have in my home like (laughs) joel saw a uh domino peace lily Mm -hmm. and it was it was huge. I mean, the leaves themselves were probably like a foot and a half long. Okay. Um, maybe eight to ten inches wide. Wow. Huge. The flowers were as big as my palm. Wow. I it's like, oh, in a natural tropical environment, like that's what you look like in the rainforest out in the wild. Wow. Huh. Good job, environment. (laughs) And so it was just, yeah, so that was just absolutely wild. And then things that had been there so long, like there was a lot of um, a lot of things like there might be stumps or rocks or even just trees that other plants had nestled in. And then you could see their roots going all the way down the tree trunk and oh cool like following and in the cracks and like (gasps) and like yes little bits in there and so that was a fun thing that we noticed and talked about a lot was like oh my gosh and you know do some of that in my garden i have multiple stumps out there in my backyard that we've talked about getting rid of and it's also very expensive or just very labor intensive if you're going to do it yourself to get rid of stumps both of them it's just it's a big hassle yeah so what if then i could just plant things in the crevasses Mm -hmm. and then it turns into something whimsical yeah and it's no longer an ugly stump yeah and then the root system still gets to do the root things mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the non-erosion non-erosion yes and root systems are great so mm-hmm. hey i what what inspiration i know just life uh finds yes. a way life uh finds a way <laughs> exactly so yeah. tell me more about other things that you <sighs> chose amazing. to not take pictures of but you now want to tell me verbally about for <laughs> the posterity of our podcast because Next morgan this, go. <laughs> this is it like i want to know okay you sent me a snapchat where like a monstera like was almost touching the sky or something mm, like mm-hmm. everything was so tall and so thick and all I got was a couple pictures and then you're like well I'm just gonna have to tell you about it on the podcast mm-hmm. <sighs> just, yeah <sighs> so I'm just excited for the n- next time I get to go back because we <clears throat> we spent a fair amount of time there I mean I think we probably spent about ninety minutes or mm-hmm. so but. I told Joel, I was like, okay, I honestly could come back here and I could spend like three hours here. And yeah. just like, I want to look at every single plant and I want to look at every single sign and I want to take pictures with my fancy camera. And yeah, so I am definitely looking forward to going back there in the future mm-hmm. now that I know it exists. Yeah. And making it an intentional stop on a trip yeah. of like this is when we are allotting this time for this experience because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our souls need this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that was my experience and I was really excited we were recording a Best Buds episode mm-hmm. and I was like yes I'm going to share this and it's going to be themed with what else we're talking about today. Yeah. Which is plants. I really felt like I had it together. <laughs> plants. Plants, 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 plants. All right. Yes. Um, plants. 
Do you like plants? I love plants. How do, do you, you feel? Do you want to talk about our plants now? I mean, like, uh, editing Samantha is going to want a stretch break right here. And so, like, probably, mm-hmm. probably editing Samantha is like, maybe we should do that. Boom. But this Samantha cannot wait to talk about plants. Hey, Abpod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy. And this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. Okay, so I have got a plant for you this week. Mm -hmm. So this week... I want to highlight my Marble Queen pothos. Ooh, yes. My Marble Queen. Uh, her name is Senator Amadala. And she, we have, a, we have a long and complicated relationship, okay? She is the offspring of a mother plant. Mm-hmm. That belongs to your fiance. I was going to say, um, we need to talk about her lineage. Yes. And I'm glad that you're touching base on yep. the lineage mm-hmm. of this plant. Excellent. We're going to start at the beginning. Okay. Start. So, okay. <clears throat> so I, uh, Senator Amidala came from Queen Amidala. And Queen mm-hmm. Amidala was the Marble Queen Pothos that I bought probably three years ago. This was post-pandemic time, actually. Yeah. So like three or four years ago. And I propagated... Pre-pandemic time? Pre-pandemic time, yes. I propagated her and then potted her and gave that to your fiancé. Yeah. I can't remember why, but it was a a ceremonious passing off. It was one of his first... Morgan, it was one of his first plants. <gasps> oh, was because it? he bought Stephen okay. at Target. Uh, yes. And then yep. we looked at each other and it's like, yeah, I think Eric's going to like plants. And so very soon He's after, dad now. that was one of the plants. And mm-hmm. what I loved about that plant was that it was one of the whitest cuttings that I had ever seen. Yes. It was so beautiful. It had, a, it had a, a majority of the leaf was variegated. Yeah. And which is just gorgeous and, and unusual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but his did so well. Cause then what happened was something, I, I don't even remember why, but the majority then of my original Queen Amadala died. Mm-hmm. And I was able to save one cutting, which has turned into Senator Amadala. And okay. so she, because okay. she is the new form. I love it. Okay. Yes. And so, the senator now, um, she's been potted and she was rocking three leaves. She was just, you know, surviving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, we'll just keep her around. We'll just see what happens. And then literally it was like the last two weeks she sprouted a fourth leaf and Nuh-uh. she started growing for the first time in probably nine months. No way. She's just been doing oh. nothing. Nice. She's been dormant. And so she has a new home now. I have put I've added a shelf in my office and it's a high up shelf and I've got five plants up there and they're rocking like next to this northern window and it's just always kind of sunny there Mm -hmm. and they're getting this nice filtered light. I think it's going to be a good space for her. And I'm just I'm just so jazzed because here's the thing I when I gifted part of Queen Amidala to your fiance. Mm-hmm. I remember that sat in a shelf, on a shelf in his room, and it grew like a weed. It just Absolutely. it vined. It was yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then my plant died, and I was so sad. But it gave me hope because I was like, okay, well, if anything, you know, she lives on, and I can get a clipping from him. That's right, reciprocal <laughs> yes. clippings. Like, why I love mm-hmm. propagations because it's like, oh, you have a bit of that plant too. It's right. like it's never dead. So <clears throat> that is something that I was proud of and was just exciting. Oh my gosh, it just gave me like electricity in my body, 
kind of excitement. Ah, new leaf on my plant. And yeah, because I just haven't been sure what's going on with her. And it was a triumph that like, you know, she's come back to life. She is going to thrive. And so I'm just going to put her up on that shelf. I'm going to try not to touch it and just let her grow because I'd really like her to turn into a vine. And then I want to cut that vine up. I want to propagate them. I want to get her to be bushy. And I turn that plant into <laughs> more little plants. <laughs> There's yep. more yep. little plants. Yep. 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 Infinite number of plants mm-hmm. once you propagate. Yeah. So I'll put some pictures of her. We'll have a little photo shoot. I'll put some pictures on the Instagram. Yeah, but like with Pothos, though, I just need to talk about her for just another minute. Yes, Uh, because you have part of her in your home. And Mm -hmm. with with her, um, with Pothos, especially Marble Queens, I'm fooled into over caring for them because I love it so much and I don't want their beautiful Mm -hmm. leaves to get messed up and everything. And I think that's the main like time because I remember when we were watching... (laughs) Our first generation just oh no what's happening because pothos are mm-hmm. supposed to be easy and so then you question your entire existence as a plant parent of mm-hmm. like but it's a pothos yeah. and so i think that the office shelf is going to be lovely i look mm-hmm. forward to updates yeah from her because she wow like thank you the journey and i when they're not doing anything for nine mm-hmm. months and it's like you're a pothos though or you're a philodendron it's like mm-hmm. what are you doing you forget, like, oh, yeah, I guess they do have to recharge. Like, fine. Okay, fine. Yes. And and sometimes, sometimes they're growing, and I just can't see it. Yeah. And then they surprise me with a leaf, like the Monstera that's sitting right next to you right now. And I pointed out to you that there's a tiny little leaf mm-hmm. coming in down there, and it hasn't done anything for months. And I also attribute this to my fertilizing adventure. Uh, I've said it before, fertilizing during the winter. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. So far, I mean, it's my first winter fertilizing. <sighs> I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. It's doing stuff. And I have a couple plants right now that it's just like it's, you know, March now. And they are starting to pop up with little spring surprises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and little, hold on. Little spring surprises. <laughs> uh, I have 12 questions, but the first one I'm going to ask, mm-hmm. you moved this Monstera in here when we started actually redecorating the podcast lounge. I did. Yeah. Does this have a name? Not yet. <gasps> I know. Oh. No. Oh, so, that's exciting to know. I know. I'm someday, gonna- someday I'll talk about... Maybe, you know, maybe the next Best Buds episode and I'll talk about our pod lounge plants. Oh, my God. I, I like mean, a twofer. Oh, my gosh. Talk about Done. the plants. Love it. Uh, but no, you were talking about um, fertilizing and how you have yes. been now doing that more in your regimen. That was one thing mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about today, which is going to then lead us into dirt and soil. Mm-hmm. But first, mm-hmm. we learned about fertilizing like a while ago. Tell me about your experience mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as a plant person, how has it impacted your mental health? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I turns out I do have opinions about fertilizer. Yeah. And I would like to share them right now. This I would like to go on it. the record. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I started experimenting with fertilizer two years ago. And I just started off real simple. I like went to my local hardware store. I think I went to like a Menards and I just bought some Miracle Grow. I, I think I got like a little pump bottle. Yellow and green bottle, baby. Yeah. I just I was like, okay, let's just try this because really at first it was just I wanna get in the rhythm of it. Like I don't want to buy something expensive or extravagant. The first thing is just okay, I'm gonna add fertilizer to my Uh, plant care regimen and I just wanted to get in that habit so I went out bought like a five dollar bottle of miracle grow and it was one that you just it looked like a soap container and so it was also really easy because pump guy yeah I read through different instructions and you know okay what do I do are you a sprinkle thing are you a water additive this one you could either pump into your your water container or you could water your plant and then just like pump a little squirt in there after your water and it just soaks into the dirt. 
So I liked how easy it was. So after I got into that, and I must say I didn't like really see a huge difference with plants, but I was like, hey, this is nice to just be in the habit. Yeah. You started. <laughs> it started. Yep. So then I I watched a lot of videos about plants. And so <clears throat> some of the YouTube, Rachel Oust, mm-hmm. love her plant content. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I also have a parasocial friendship with Amanda on Plant Arena. Mm-hmm. And love her yeah and she is like oh my gosh she knows so much about plants i think she's hilarious she's just very real Mm -hmm. and she's a little scatterbrained which i really relate to and she's just there to have a good time and like play with plants and she has taught me to be uh more like self-compassionate and forgiving with myself as a plant parent and also enjoy the science and the experimentation because yes. sometimes, oh, sometimes when I'm doing plant stuff and my perfectionist part will come out, but I'm like, hey, the fun part about plants is that it's just all about discovery and we're just learning and having fun and we're playing. Troubleshooting. It's like, yeah. oh my God. And so, yeah, she like really just brought out the playful part of plants for me. Mm-hmm. And I went, this is great. This is what I need. But so, okay. So all of that, those were two of my like major inspirations for dirt and fertilizer. Mm-hmm. So now what I do for fertilizer and I swear by is I use worm castings, which I will, if I am repotting a plant, I will mix in worm castings when I mix my dirt because I also mix my own dirt. So you just sprinkle a little bit of like a concentrate into that and stir or do you put a little bit of liquid mix it with water and then drizzle it in there no so i just have a bag mm-hmm. of warm castings okay. and it just like it feels like really fine dirt okay so and i have so, a concentrate so that's just ooh, that's the difference between yes. the two so i was just wondering um application technique so yours ah, is a thing that you just stir in yeah cool. mine's like it feel yeah it's like dirt consistency makes sense but it's just all it's worm poop mm-hmm. that's one of those and so i just like yeah i scoop some out it's like part of my measurements And so I mix it all in there. And then also what I will do is I'll put a layer because you can also do that and you can just sprinkle a layer like an inch up to an inch on top of your potted plant. So that also helps because then I don't have to repot my plants as frequently because I am a classic over potter. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to I want to touch my plants. I want to interact with them. And really, they just want to sit. They just want to sit. They want to grow they want me to leave them alone. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it's weird. They know what they need, but also they're yes. dependent on our care and curation. Uh, and so the 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 continuous tug of yeah. the I epic just, ebb and flow. I have to give them the right things. They don't mm-hmm. want to be repotted every six months. They want to be fertilized every six months. Dude. That's what my plants want. Yep. And so worm castings are huge. And then Liquidert. Oh my gosh. So Liquidert. You you and I found Liquidert around the same time from mm-hmm. a YouTuber. Yes. Um, but you pulled the trigger. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm being shy and I just don't know. And I'm gonna wait a little bit. And you pulled the trigger and you started using it and you came to me a few weeks later and you're like, uh no, it's amazing. And so you, this is a concentrate. And so, and it's amazing for like 35 bucks, you get this pouch of this concentrate and it makes up to 50 gallons of fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So you can literally, and if you're fertilizing, like I could, I can use one gallon on all of my houseplants and I try to, I try to fertilize like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. If I'm really cool, I'll do it every watering for mm-hmm. some plants if they if they need it or if like it's a propagation. And I'm like, you just need to be happy and grow. You need a little bit more. Yes. And so that stuff is absolutely incredible. And I will just so worm castings and liquid dirt. Those are the two things that make my plants happy. And it is a routine 
that I'm comfortable with that doesn't take too much time. Yeah, that's like, the problem is like with the I can do that crystals or the pumps or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's that was the big thing that we both were kind of questing for when because yeah. liquid are, easy is in the mid 30s mm-hmm. for the pouch and then you mm-hmm. add distilled water to the pouch to then make a concentrate yep and then pour a little bit of that concentrate into one gallon of water and then you use like two tablespoons to like a cup depending on how fancy you like your you know your plant tea yeah. essentially um but whatever <laughs> color use more and it like blew my mind that you can like use a little bit more than layers because you can tell that the plants are just loving it Mm -hmm. but that was the problem that we were both having is that i want my essentially protecting our investment giving them the nutrients they need then you don't have to repot as often yeah and it was just a problem to actually initiate to do the thing and Mm -hmm. so liquid dirt has just been the you put it in your water and you don't have mm-hmm. to think. And for me, that was the easiest thing to do, changing one thing from my plant routine. That was the one thing I think that this past year, year yeah. and a half, yeah. I think made the biggest difference in just the happiness factor mm-hmm. and the less yellowing, less crispy, struggling plants mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Liquid art, dude. Liquid art. Uh. Can't say enough about that liquid dirt. No, that's and get you some worm poo. Yeah, get you some worm poo because that's what your plants eat out in the wild. And you know what? That's what they're craving. Yeah, it's what plants crave when plants You've are seen out in the idiocracy. <laughs> Shout out to my film buffs. <laughs> it's like when plants are hunting, that's what they crave. Yeah, uh, the worm poo. We need that worm poo. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Um well, do you Okay, so we talked about Yeah, we talked about fertilizer. Yeah, and um what else did you want to talk about? I immediately mm-hmm. You actually mentioned someone that I wanted to touch on. Mm-hmm. Rachel Oust was the first like mm-hmm. planty person that really I became friends with on the YouTubes. It was after inspirational. I, yeah, I went into plant stuff mm-hmm. and from her plant videos, I also found her relaxation videos mm-hmm. and her minimalism series and just like the calming videos that mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I needed just beautiful photography and slow cutting of things. And sometimes we're baking something and sometimes we're looking at plants. And so mm-hmm. one of her first videos was a plant tour and she was showing all the stuff. And I saw that she had like a whole dirt area set up. And you mentioned mm-hmm. measuring because measuring is a huge part of the repotting process and your yeah. dirt composition. Yes. It's like I started with just going to a nursery, buying a plant, keeping that in that pot or just potting that mm-hmm. directly into just potting mix mm-hmm. and then usually not putting it with a liner or a nursery pot and just planting it right into the terracotta or mm-hmm. glazed pot mm-hmm. thing without a drainage hole. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. where we started at yeah. the beginning yep. with dirt. Mm-hmm. And then we started spending money on plants and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Turns out it's really important. If to- I'm going to go buy a $150 plant. I need to be able to take care of this yep. properly. 100%. Because I'm not going to kill that plant. Yeah. Or if I'm going to inherit a nice cutting of a pink princess from my friend, I'm not going to kill it. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah. And like, I have to be equipped. I love that you brought up my pink princess, too, because this dirt journey does kind of involve my pink princess. Some of the first things that I saw was that uh, you could add um, just additions to your soil. So Mm -hmm. sometimes people put in orchid bark. Mm-hmm. Which or wood chips, um, yep. sand, depending on what kind of plant it is, mm-hmm. it needs a different recipe of dirt. Charcoal. You know that I recently also this summer moved on to pumice. Yes. I've started using pumice instead of perlite, perlite. because perlite gives me it's kind of it feels like styrofoamy mm-hmm. and it gets all dusty. I notice dustiness a and there's like dust. a lot of residue mm-hmm. like at the on, under the bag i and fully burped i'm sorry when i said a lot of dust 
that. I fully burped into the microphone. That's awesome. And I don't know what editing Samantha's going to do about that. So we're letting it lie. Just, I love it. I'm very aware of what just came out of my body. Sorry. Continue, we're real please. here. They were real here. We are podcasters <laughs> who do have bodies. It's I, it's attached to this existence Boom. that I'm carrying around. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm, um, ASMR burp podcast. Yep. Sorry. Continue, Morgan. My apologies, my oh. burp apologies, and also not burp apologies. Please, that's that's all I had to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, so for me, mm-hmm. when um I saw the recipe pumice. and it was just like, yeah, you were saying you switched from perlite to pumice, mm-hmm. but before that knowledge, I used to use perlite for like all of the things, and there got mm-hmm. to be a point where I was using too much perlite we went Mm -hmm. we went way overboard and so then when i'd pour in water all of the perlite would like kind of sift itself out of the dirt and just float through the top and Mm -hmm. eventually all the dirt would just yes that does happen settle it because it's like styrofoam consistency it's so light it's so light and Mm -hmm. so switching over to pumice has been such a cool thing because ultimately turns Mm -hmm. out roots don't want to be compacted in dense wet soil roots actually need a certain amount of air circulation and breathability and that's why sitting in wet dirt is actually bad for roots and they rot they actually do have to semi dry out to the point where they do the thing that makes them continue to be healthy yep and yeah so rachel ouse plant videos and all of those things that's where i saw lecca for the first time Mm -hmm. also you are big into the lecca and so that's that's Mm -hmm. one of the other things Mm -hmm. with soils that i was having such a problem with my pink princess which was the other best bud that i wanted to talk about today because eric purchased me a pink princess for his birthday a couple years ago i think yeah he purchased we were sitting at a place for dinner for his birthday and i was just talking about pink princesses this is 2019 welcome back hello oh 2019 pre pandemic yep. times and we were sitting there and he's just like i just bought one for you it's going to be here in a week and so it came but it came from like south carolina or one of the carolinas mm-hmm. and it did not do well in the mail mm-hmm. so it came to me just beaten up um four out of the five leaves had fallen off but just the leaf part so not actually the thing that connects to it so it was like just extra sad and just like Mm -hmm. and eric's opening it and taking a picture of me and like well i i hope you like your pink princess so so it didn't travel well it immediately went into um just uh hospital care Mm -hmm. or triage care just like okay we're going to, you know, let it dry for a day and just hang out. And then we're going to do water and then we're going to put it into soil. So once I got it to the point where it was doing well in soil, I put it in a pot and then mm-hmm. I put it in my room under some grow lights. Yep. Cue the spider mite apocalypse and also aphiding. It's around the time that I lost the Calathea um, medallion. Mm-hmm. It just got devoured by aphids. It was right around that time that aphids came for my pink princess. Mm-hmm. And it was still so fresh and new that I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I need to essentially strip it out of the dirt. And I didn't know about dirt mixing at that point. I just like bought a bag of dirt. Sure. Dumped it in a pot. Yep. Very, you know, early plant journey. Mm-hmm. And if there are already bugs or something that's infested your plant when you bought it from the nursery... Because sometimes that happens. Yeah. And like it's like the, the nursery could be fine in a very healthy nursery. But the fact of the matter is you're dealing with a plant and plants just come with bugs. Yeah. And so like and bugs live not, in dirt. Yeah. If you're not like washing your new plant off or just like isolating it for a while and you're just planting it or whatever, things could happen. Yeah. It's who knows? It's a mystery. Well, and also when I had a thrippening, they're like, yeah, thrips can just throw flying through the window. And I was like, well, that's not helpful. And I hate everything. Rude. That's besides the point. Get out of here. So circling back, uh-huh. figuring out that I could pretty much water propagate my pink princess in LECA. Mm-hmm. And LECA are just expanded clay balls that you then essentially um, sanitize however you want to sanitize it. And then your plant can just have a great living structure to have that also retains water so it's also really good for like if you go on vacation or you're going to be gone for a while or you mix them with your dirt and then you have an additional along with the wood chips you also have the leca balls and everything in the dirt so 
And that's what I like to do with Lekka. Yeah. Is I usually, now when I'm repotting, I put a layer, maybe, I mean, sometimes it's like an inch, maybe two, depending on how big the pot is. I put an inch or two of Lekka on the bottom. <gasps> oh, that's so smart. And <gasps> then I fill it with dirt. Oh. Uh. So then it's my drainage at the bottom along with holes. Mm-hmm. Or if I have a pot that doesn't have a hole and I just don't want to drill it because I do have a diamond drill bit so I can anything, anything can be anything a can be a pot pot because I have the power. <laughs> yes. But sometimes I just don't want to and I'm lazy or I just don't want to. And so that's where the luck balls come in handy. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been using them for. Yeah. And you introduced me to Lekka. Because you got really into it, and then I started seeing with your propagations, and you really fight for your plants when they get bugs, and I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, no, you've fallen ill. I guess you're going to die now. Darn. It's very, shoot, very old world attitude in my home. (laughs) Like, oh, there's nothing we can do. That's how I feel about fancy clothing. It's like if you if you don't survive my laundry machine, then you were not yes. meant to be in my life. If yeah. you don't survive the situations, mm-hmm. I'm sorry in no. parentheses. If you don't survive the situations yeah. I put you in. But that was one of the things where my pink princess started doing really well in the LECA. Mm-hmm. And so then my not knowing when to stop extra Samantha level is like, well, what other plants can I take out of the dirt? Because let's remember, I was not mm-hmm. living in a... Um, square footage with large, you know, correct facing windows. We were in a small condo trying to fit 75 to 80 plants Mm -hmm. in that condo space. And so then it was like I looked around like, oh, I'm going to bring so many plants down to water. And so that was the journey for a while. I just threw away Lady One. Mm -hmm. I finally had to give up on her. Yeah. Rip. But it's they do so well. And that's some plants you Mm -hmm. can Dump it if you've forgotten about your propagation and your lecca. Mm-hmm. No. Just dump it out, rinse it out, rinse off the thing, cut off the yeah. rotten part, and you just try again and aquatic, check it again in two weeks. plants. It's I mean, great. I have, I have a bunch of pothos and philodendron cuttings that are around my home in jars that are just decoration. Mm-hmm. And, and they keep growing, and some of them have been in there since this past fall and i'm like well i'll just leave you in there and no rush they're doing fine they're and then you know fine. what you sprinkle a little bit of worm castings you're giving them a little dollop of liquid dirt yes and then they're set and I they can be yeah they can live in mm-hmm. water because like my tradescantia those only i'm only successful with tradescantia in water i cannot they are not able to be dirt plants for me mm-hmm. i don't get to have that and so the only hmm. way I can have Tritoscantia is water, but then water based. It sits there. That's amazing. And then everyone has a sad time. And then we have a rebirthing, mm-hmm. you know, a cleaning yeah. the vessel out, promising mm-hmm. yourself that you'll do better next time. And then you start over. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really like about the versatility of media you can put plants in. Yes. But just knowing mm-hmm. about dirt composition and the different we didn't even talk about like hydroponic setups that people have which are just like oh my gosh that's wild i could just talk let's put a pin in that because i could just talk about that because like you know the terrarium life is not for me no and there are some wild things that people do who Mm -hmm. like have tanks that only have water plants in them yes and that kind of stuff i would love to learn more about that because that is not my plant journey nutrient neutral media okay great yeah putting a pin in that one okay i could talk about that Mm. Just for a long time. Good thing that we have a place to talk about plants. Uh, Maybe next month. Wow. Maybe, yeah. Put a pin in it. (laughs) First Wednesday of every month is Best Buds. You can count on it. Ooh. Well, okay, so Sam, do you have anything else to share about your pink princess? Because it sounds like she's been on a journey. She's been on a journey. And the reason why I chose her for today was because I chose to, she is now three feet tall Mm-hmm. And she has a total of three vining 
or, you know, three segments of Pink Princess. And so there are three in there. I chopped the longest one in half. And so now it's maybe a foot and a half to two feet tall. Mm -hmm. And so then all of a sudden I had three Pink Princess cuttings that I put right under my plant light in front of my kitchen sink last night. And all three of them. So there's like seven leaves just like all shoved together. And I'm like, well, well, that looks real nice. (laughs) I remember when all of these leaves became leaves and you know you especially with you know with um with marble pothos Mm -hmm. and variegation and the randomness of variegation when they pop out it's just like oh look what you did like that's Mm -hmm. way excellent Mm -hmm. and so seeing just all of the different pink splashes of leaves in my propagation thing i fully told you the other day that i was going to do something else and then i came in today kicked in the door i used to have such fear about chopping plants <gasps> Me too. the anxiety do you remember the first time we chopped the pink princess and it um you guys i love oh, how huge. philodendrons and especially pink princesses smell but also the juice inside oh is gosh. like fuchsia yes. red and a little droplet got on my bedspread and it never washed out that no. stuff is permanent gorgeous dye color yeah, just gorgeous yeah but It's just I used to have such fear about cutting plants. Mm -hmm. And the more I realize that sometimes they just need a haircut so they can um, re-centralize power and reallocate resources Mm -hmm. uh, has made it feel good. So then it's like, ooh, you feel the feeling and it's like, it's time to cut it. I don't know what told me Mm -hmm. that today is the day, but now we're going to chop it and it's going to feel good. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was it was exciting to finally have like some bounty from this pink princess who came in literally different colors of wadded up tissue paper in a beat up box from look at where the east coast through your nurturing look at how far she's come she's look come at her so now. far yep look and i now. have a piece of her which i love i'm not gonna talk about her today i'm gonna save it for another best buzz but you know someday i'll talk about her she's and she's just spreading the love because you've prop this is like the third time you've propagated her mm-hmm. and yeah she's absolutely thriving she's just, huge yeah that's so, a great one i'm so thankful that we have this space to appreciate our plants because this is really how we feel after we're done talking like we just looked at each other and went <sighs> I just feel That's at peace nice. and now I want to play with my plants and yeah. I'm daydreaming about, oh, who needs fertilizer? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting re-inspired about things, too, because sometimes I forget what I like and sometimes I forget, like, the things that I've had fun with with plants in the past. And so talking yeah. about this stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, I actually really, you know, enjoy doing, you know, whatever this thing is to the plant and just, yeah. I am very thankful for plant, this space. Yeah, and plant care can go in waves for me where some mm-hmm. days it can feel like a chore. Yeah. Most of the time it brings me immense joy. Yeah. But there are times when, you know, you're just tired of life and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to take care of my plants. And the plants need me to take care of them. <sighs> Jeez. But also, don't the plants take care of us? Oh. Hmm. Mm. I'm going to just leave everybody with that because we got to wrap it up. And... We'll leave with that note. Do you have anything else to say, Sam? Happy plants, friends. We love you. Happy plants day. Bye, everybody. Plants, 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 pl